up, y'all? This is John Lawrence with Anesthesia Guidebook. This is episode 64. This is a 10-minute rundown on the CPC program. I'm going to try to smash everything you need to know, maybe not everything, but most of it, in 10 minutes on a rundown of the CPC program. The next podcast, episode 65, is a one-hour rundown on the CPC program. Much more detailed. If you want the full scoop, you want the real deal, listen to episode 65. I just got done recording that episode, and I was, frankly, a little frustrated that it went an hour. Now, I've been given an hour-long talk on the CPC program at state conferences and national conferences for CRNAs for the last several years, and that's probably why I can't escape the hour-long podcast for the CPC program rundown. I followed an outline of the PDF that I've been using for these talks, so that's also going to be in the show notes of this episode, number 64, uh, but I'm going to try to cover this in 10 minutes, just to give you the down and dirty and then you can come back and listen to episode 65 if you want the real meal deal. All right, so the CPC program in 10 minutes or less. Here's the deal. There's going to be charts and graphs in the show notes if you want the visual breakdown of this. It's right off NBCRNA's website. And so there's four components of the program. you got to get Class A credits, Class B credits. you got to take a CPC assessment or an exam, and there's core modules. The CPC program is two four-year cycles. So it's an eight-year cycle overall. Each four years, you got to get 60 Class A credits, 40 Class B credits. You got to do four core modules. And then you also have to do a two-year check-in and you got to renew your certification every four years. There's a fee associated with that. And then every eight years, so you do that every four years, every eight years, you also add in the CPC assessment. So let's break these down. So the Class A credits are pre-approved by the AANA. They also include an assessment unless you are doing those in person at a conference. So if you take some online credits, you're going to take a quiz at the end and an eval. And these are specific to the practice of anesthesia. You have to get 60 class A credits every four years. Interestingly, any credits over 60 count towards class B. So you got to get 40 class B credits. If you take 70 class A credits in a four-year cycle, 10 of those will count towards the 40 class B credits that you need, and then you only got to get 30 class B credits. Class A credits are reported for you. There's a company out there that has gotten these pre-approved that's offering them. You've paid that company. They're going to report class A credits for you. Class B credits are credits that basically give you credit for professional activities that you're already doing. Pretty much anything you do related to your profession counts as a Class B credit, and they're pretty easy to report. You have to get 40 Class B credits in a four-year cycle. They do not require prior approval or an assessment. And if you're an AANA member, you can report them right through AANA.com. If you're not an AANA member, which you should be, I mean, it is our professional association, uh, but if you're not an AANA member, you will report your credits directly to NBCRNA, but only if you're audited. So what counts as a Class B credit? Anything you're doing. So if you're going back to school for your DMP, it counts. If you give a presentation, if you write a book or a chapter publication or a peer-reviewed journal article, all that stuff counts as Class B. Any non-prior approved educational opportunity related to anesthesia, so a Grand Rounds presentation, a M&M conference, interestingly, a podcast, any anesthesia podcast you listen to counts as Class B credit. You just report it on a Q15 minute uh, increment. So if it's a 30 minute podcast, you get a half hour of Class B credit for that. If you're in a committee or subspecialty, like you are on a thoracic team or a PD team, or you're a committee chair, or if you're a clinical coordinator or a chief CRNA, 
all that counts as class B credit. If you precept SRNAs every day, you precept really it's any learner. So you, you got ER residents or pulmonary fellows coming in to learn from you, how to do airway management, paramedics, any day that you precept is one class B credit. Very easy to report. If you go on uh, mission trips, or again, if you're on a committee, if you do a quality improvement project, if you take a life support course, like an ACLS or PALS class, that's not been classified as class A, all of this counts as class B credits. So there is a chart on NBCRNA's website that will give you a rundown for every category of class B and what counts as what. Also on that chart are PDFs per credit category that you can use to report your class B credits. Remember, any class A credits over 60 count as class B credits. So you can report those if you're a member right through ANA's website. You log on and immediately the first thing you're going to see is a breakdown of what class A credits you have, what class B credits you have. There's also a button right on ANA's website, right off the homepage that says report your class B credits. Click on that, follow the directions, and it's pretty easy to report those credits. Let's talk about the check-in and renewal process. So the check-in happens every two years. You're going to log into NBCRNA's website, and you basically verify your state license, confirm you're still practicing, update your contact info, make sure they got an updated email, and then it's also going to show you your progress in terms of Class B, Class A credits, whether or not you're taking core modules, and that's it. So you check in every two years, um, midway through your four-year cycle. There's no fee at the check-in. Now, when you renew your certification at the end of your four-year cycle, you do all of those things, but you also pay a fee. You pay $250. So it's $250 every four years, and that is your certification renewal. You have to demonstrate that you actually did 60 Class A credits, 40 Class B credits, and your four core modules. So what are core modules? There's four categories, airway, pharmacology, human physiology and pathophysiology, anesthesia, equipment, and technology. Interestingly, these are the same four categories as the CPC assessment, the exam. So the idea is that you would take your core modules as a prep for your exam. You don't have to, but you can. You have to take core modules every four years. Core modules count as class A credit. So you don't have to get 60 class A credits and go find some core modules. They count as class A credits. So let's say every year you go to a conference. Well, three out of your four years go to a conference. And then one of those four years, find some online core modules and knock those out. Now, some conferences are offering core modules in person. You just need to make sure that they are actually going to count as your core modules. And it's not some sort of marketing gimmick. So check in with the conference provider. Most companies are offering them as online educational opportunities, and they're offered as through private companies. Uh, I think the market is going to weed out core modules that are too tedious or too time consuming or too poor quality, and the best companies will win in the market. Um, AANA is one of the companies that's offering core modules, so is Apex, and there's a handful of private CRNAs who are also getting their continuing education stuff classified as core modules. So talk to your friends, hop online, see what people are doing, see what people enjoy, and knock your core modules out every four years. So let's talk about the CPC assessment. The exam is 150 questions. You have three hours to complete it. It's closed book. You do it once every eight years. Follows the same four categories as core modules. Airway, pharmacology, physiology, pathophysiology, anesthesia, equipment, and technology. The exam costs $295, and you can take it in person at a piercing testing center, or you can take it at home. 
it does not affect your credential. It's the biggest thing that people are concerned about with the exam. What if I fail? It does not affect your credential. You can fail the exam miserably and you're still going to be a CRNA. If you're deficient in one of those four domains, you have to come back and take one class A credit in that domain before the end of your CPC cycle. And so that's the important thing to remember. You should take the exam at least six months prior to the end of your second four-year cycle so that if you are deficient, you've got time to take an additional class A credit. Just plan to take additional class A credit. Plan to be deficient. You're probably not going to be, but if you just say, you know what, I'm going to take the exam. Uh, I didn't study ahead of time. I would recommend that you not study ahead of time. Just go take the test. You know, if you want to take your core modules like the year before you take the exam or the six months before you take the exam, it's totally fine. But you can literally just roll in, take this exam. You're probably going to pass it. It's designed for practicing CRNAs. It is not nearly at the depth or the breadth of scope that the NCE is. This is not the board certification exam. Uh, you will take all 150 questions. You have three hours to take it. And again, you can take it at a Pearson Testing Center or online at home. If you take it online at home, follow the directions through NBCRNA. It requires your computer to have specific hardware setup. A Wi-Fi speed is going to run a Wi-Fi test. It requires you to use Firefox or Chrome to then download a secure browser. You have to scan your room with your computer camera. You can't have any notes out. You have to shut down all other computer applications. I walk through this in detail in the next podcast, episode 65. So check that out if you want to know more details. But it is a little bit of a tedious process to set your computer up at home to do it. Um, that's what I did. I took it at home and you know, I made sure my computer had the right specs. And then it took me probably 30 to 40 minutes to like actually get my computer set up the day of my exam. Uh, and then I took my exam. I thought I was going to be late to taking the exam. So take this thing early, like log in early the day of your exam to get it set up. So uh, in summary, you can check your progress at aana.com. You got to get 60 class A credits every four years, 40 class B credits. You're probably already doing stuff that counts as class B credits. You got to take some core modules, find some that you're stoked about, and then you got to take this exam every eight years. So that's the scoop. If you want a more detailed rundown, listen to the next podcast. I go into everything in more detail. Hey, I wanted to tell you one more thing about the CPC program. So this has been a rundown of NBCRNA CPC program. I hope it's been clear. This is obviously for you to renew your credential with NBCRNA, but your state board of nursing, their requirements may vary a little bit. So follow these requirements with NBCRNA, but be sure that you understand your state requirements. For instance, I am a Maine CRNA. I work in the state of Maine. Maine used to require more than 100 credits every four years. So Maine CRNAs were actually exceeding the requirements of the CPC program just because we practice in the state of Maine. That recently changed. We're now in alignment that if we follow the total credits, we're meeting the requirements of the state of Maine. However, the state of Maine requires CRNAs to specifically have 15 pharmacology credits every two years. So out of your 100 credits every four years that's required by NBCRNA in the CPC program, main CRNAs have to make 30 of those credits specifically about pharmacology, and we have to do 15 credits every two years. We can't wait to the end of a four-year cycle and get 30 farm credits 
because we renew our certification in the state of Maine every two years, obviously. And that's different than what the NBCRNA requires. Yes, they have core modules that are based on pharmacology, but out of your 100 credits that you need to get, 60 class A, 40 class B, there's not a sub requirement with CPC program that some of those have to be about pharmacology other than obviously taking your core modules or whatever. So I hope that makes sense. You know, just pay attention to what your state board of nursing requirements are. Hopefully you don't have these extra requirements uh, like we do in the state of Maine, but if you do, pay attention to that as well. So the CPC program is obviously with the National Board Certification Company, NBCRNA, but your state board of nursing requirements may vary a little bit. And you have to report to both of those organizations, NBCRNA and your state board of nursing. Uh, hit me up in the comment section, shoot me an email, drop me a message on Instagram or Facebook if this is still confusing for you. And I hope this has cleared up a bunch of your questions for the CPC program. And with that, I'll see you next time. Hey y'all, John here. If you're digging the show, will you take a couple of minutes and drop a review of Anesthesia Guidebook on Apple Podcast? Your comments and ratings help other people trust the show. Also, send a link to the podcast to your classmates and colleagues. Word of mouth is the best way for Guidebook to grow. Thanks so much, and I'll see you next time.